Welcome to the Sales Tips for Pros podcast, brought to you by the Canadian Professional Sales Association. Welcome to the CPSA Sales Tips for the Pro series. In this episode, Mark Hunter will be joining us to have a discussion on the, on the qualities of the best leaders. Mark Hunter, the sales hunter, is recognized as one of the top 50 influential sales and marketing leaders in the world. He is the author of High Profit Prospecting and High Profit Selling, Win the Sale Without Compromising on Price. Mark helps companies identify better prospects, close more sales, and profitably build more long-term customer relationships. He is known for his energetic presentation style and ability to engage sales leaders. He also has received the Distinguished Certified Speaking Professional designation from the National Speakers Association. Not only does Mark have expertise in sales, but he also knows how to communicate it to others. This is seen by over 50 speaking events he does each year throughout the U.S. and Canada and around the world. For sales professionals, team leaders, and organizations across the country, the Canadian Professional Sales Association is your partner in building knowledge and skills to improve sales performance. The CPSA is the advocate for excellence in sales. We invest resources in programming, curriculum development, and professional designations to help individuals and companies become more successful through effective sales. We connect employers and employees, business with academia, and the private sector with government to advance the sales profession and improve Canadian competitiveness. Learn more at cpsa.com. And remember to subscribe to the CPSA podcast through iTunes, Google Play, and more. Welcome, Mark. It's great to have you here today. Thanks for having me on. Looking forward to it. Let's get into it. Awesome. Sounds good. So the first question I'd love to ask you, Mark, is what are the academic qualifications needed to rise to the top of medium and large corporations? Well, you know, I would love to say none, because really, what should academic requirements be in terms of what your job is? But, hey, we know that in the corporate world in which we live, academic qualifications really do come into play. Because it gives a little bit of that security blanket. And I think what academic qualifications does is, does it provide you with the ability to know how to think, how to process, and how to communicate? And if you think about it, those are three critical traits any best leader has really got to be able to master. So really, academic qualifications, you could be an engineer, you could, be a, you could have any number of degrees, but if you know how to think, process and communicate. To me, that's the academic qualification. So I'm curious, what is a typical salary of a sales leader in a larger organization? We are seeing salaries skyrocket, and I think they're going to continue to skyrocket over the next three to four years. I am seeing not unusual salaries of three, $400,000 for a sales leader of a large one. And I'm seeing total compensation getting to six and 700,000. And that may seem astronomical, but when we stop and think about it, what is sales really doing? Nothing happens till something's sold. And the value, because really, there are really very few really good sales leaders out there. So when companies find them, they are willing to pay for them. What situation should a leader keep their distance from their sales team? Oh, wow. That's a, that's a tough, that's a tough question because there, there are times, well, 
You want to. And, and again, we have seen such an evolution of what does it take to be a manager? What does it take to be a leader? I mean, as we see millennials rise up and millennials are looking for transparency. They're looking for authenticity and they're really looking for integrity and trust. And think about that. And I think in the old school of leadership, you know, well, you do this or you're fired, you know, this is, you know, this hard and fast and, and um, militaristic, uh, you know, approach. Now it's much more emotionally driven. But the challenge you have is that do you become too emotionally attached to the person? Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you still have to deliver on the outcome. You still have to deliver on the outcome of whatever the business is. And so I think we're allowed to get more personally connected, but then too personally connected, and that raises all kinds of HR issues. And boy, you know, is that a Pandora's box? So it is. It's a little bit of a delicate phase. If I'm if I'm if leading somebody, I want to know personally what their goals are. I want to know personally what are they doing? How's their home life doing? How's their life outside? Because I also don't believe that you can separate. Um, work from home. If, if if things are not going well for you at home, guess what? It's going to be messed up at work. And if things are messed up at work, guess what? You're going to be paying the price on people you are with at, at home. So I think the good leader does really have to understand and be prepared to help that person with, with both. It's just a fine balance because each person is going to interpret that a little bit differently. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm a big believer in what you're saying around the whole person, because absolutely what happens outside of work impacts what happens inside of work. And as well, what happens inside of work impacts what happens outside of work. But what I'm hearing, and I think this is an important skill for everyone to develop, again, as the whole person is is creating healthy boundaries as well. Yeah, because when you create healthy balance, it's amazing how much smoother every everything goes. I mean, it's just, you know, if, mm-hmm. if, if you've got so distorted where, where, where you are just totally stressed out at work, I mean, you're going to pay the price at home. And same token, if you're, having, you know, I mean, and, and again, if I can keep this in balance, my, my objective as a leader is to also ensure that each one of my people know that as important as their job is, as important as their job is, that's not the most important thing in their life mm-hmm. is they go home to do the most important part of their job. It's yeah. Their yeah. I, and I, really, I yeah. think we really struggle with that one. Uh, people say, Oh, we put, you know, uh, our company, we put family first. Oh, can you work till midnight tonight? Oh, can, can you come in on the weekend? And you know, that's not, oh, excuse me. Uh, and, you know, that, again, that's a slippery slope. I get it. I, I totally get it. Cause there's always going to be compromises. There's always going to be challenges, but I look at it this way. If I have helped you create personal and professional growth, personal growth because of your home and professional growth because of what you get to do at work, then I'm succeeding in my job. You're going to have much more fulfilled people who are going to be able to do their best work. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and you're going to have lower turnover. I mean, there, there's no doubt about it. You're going to have lower turnover. And as we continue uh, to, to reach this, this, this full employment, I mean, we, you know, I see a lot of industries right now that are really uh, straining to fill positions. And I, I, we haven't seen anything compared to what it's going to be like 10 or 15 years from now. You know, we just look at the aging 
the aging demographics and, uh, you know, what, it, what is the average birth rate and so forth and the average age, I mean, we're going to see so many industries challenged to fill positions. Um, so employee retention is going to be absolutely, absolutely critical. So you've touched on a, co- a couple of them, Mark, but what would you say if you were really going to say these are the top two to three qualities of the best leaders in sales? What would you say those qualities are? I'll tell you what, it's personal integrity. I think without a doubt, that is where all leadership starts. It's personal integrity. If you can't lead yourself, what makes you think you can lead anybody else? Mm-hmm. And a, a question I love to ask when I'm out working with companies and I'll, 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 ask, I'll ask a sales manager. And um, so tell me a little bit. And they go, oh, I'm a great sales manager. I'm a great sales manager. The person who says they're a great sales manager is not a great sales manager. Because if they're a great sales manager, shouldn't the results be seen in their people? Hmm, that's mm-hmm. a little, you know, so the person who barks up the storm, oh, I'm so great, I'm, I'm so wonderful. Liar, liar, pants on fire. You are not even close. So I really look for this level of, of integrity. And if I can display a level of integrity, because the piece that gets underplayed so much is what I call the sales culture because so much of what the salesperson does out in the field and any, this is, this is the case in any job, any job is really, how does that employee emotionally respond? How does that employee emotionally connect? And it comes back to that culture. It comes back to that culture. Even, even the pilots of a plane, sure. They got all these checklists and all these procedures, but there's still the culture of the airline that they're working for. And that's going to determine how they communicate with the passengers, how they communicate with the flight attendants, how they communicate with ground personnel, how, how, they, how, how they carry out their job amongst themselves. So believe me, we, we, we need to find a way to quantify culture because I really think it's a much bigger factor on both the top line in terms of total sales and the bottom line profit than we really realize. Yeah, I, I agree completely about that one. And, uh, and I, I love what you said, too, around the leaders, because I think self-awareness is, is critical. And a lot of times the ones who think they are fantastic sales managers, that's part of the self-awareness <laughs> issue we're talking about there. <laughs> so, it is, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, be, yeah. I, you know, because one side note, you know, the mark I look for, I look for in a leader, in a sales leader, is is how do they manage their people? And, and if they jump in to save the deal at the last minute with all their salespeople, then guess what? You, you're just playing captain sales agent. That's all you're playing. Mm-hmm. Your objective is not to manage the account. Your objective is to lead your people and let your people manage their account. Absolutely. So you really got to keep your focus on the people. Focus on your people, not on the business. And wow, that's really hard come week 12 and 13 of every quarter. (laughs) Yes. Yes. And we could continue to talk, but I think that's what I'd love to leave with our listeners. Focus on the people. Um, So as we wrap up the podcast, Mark, I'd love for you to let our listeners listeners know how they can find you. Yeah. Well, my name is Mark Hunter, and that is my real last name. So guess what? The name of my business is The Sales Hunter, and that's the website. (laughs) thesaleshunter.com. That's the best way to reach out. Of course, I'm all over social media, but uh, pretty much you just go in and type in 
to your search, The Sales Hunter, and I pop up. Awesome. Well, it was so great um, talking with you today. Thank you for being here, Mark. Thank you. And thank you for joining us for the Sales Tips for the Pros podcast brought to you by the CPSA. Thank you for listening to the Sales Tips for Pros show. Learn more about the training and benefits from the Canadian Professional Sales Association at cpsa.com.